It's Calgary's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, this is Mario Tonaguzzi coming to you today with Edmonton's podcast, a member of Canada's Podcast Network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen in Edmonton, Alberta. So you can listen, discover, and engage. Today's guest is Pete Wynn, an art director at Berlin Communications, partner of Sea Change Brewing Company, and an active illustrator, muralist, designer, and musician. Welcome to the show, Pete, and thanks for taking the time today to be here for our listeners. Thanks for having me. Tell me a little bit about Sea Change, its history, and how it started. Okay, uh, it's kind of a long story since um, a lot of the guys that kind of started it up, I've known for maybe about 10, 10 plus years here in Edmonton, um, and they were all part of part of sort of like the punk music scene back then, and we were playing in a bunch of different bands uh, separately, but we played together all the time. Um, the whole brand kind of built up just because everyone needed to get some sort of job because unfortunately music and punk music especially doesn't really pay <laughs> uh, very well. So, so we had all these people who um, started working as electricians, started working in hospitality. Um, I, of course, went into more of the marketing, advertising, and art world. Um, so, so throughout the years, we sort of built that um, connection. Um, and then a couple of the guys were working at another local brewery um, where they've built up quite a bit of experience. Um, and it got to a point where they were either going to uh, do something on their own or try to find another way to, to, to build something creative. Um, so that's how Sea Change started. It was sort of an idea. And, and, and up to that point, we were working on a bunch of little projects together. Um, here and there, I did a lot of um, band merchandise for them. So we were very familiar with each other. So when it came to the point of like uh, making this brewery happen, um, it sort of became like an Ocean's Eleven moment where they were like, who's going to fill this role? Who's going to fill that role? Um, and they all knew that art and design uh, in regards to marketing was a huge part of um, building uh, a brewery, especially in Alberta's brewery climate right now, where it's quite it's becoming quite competitive. So to be able to stand out is a, was an important part. So that, that's basically how it uh, came to be. Tell me uh, a little bit about the benefits of doing business in Edmonton. Um, I think... For, for most things, I think Edmonton is, is one of those continually growing markets that's always exciting right now. Um, we're a little bit behind, but it's kind of in favor of, of, of ideas. And, and I always put in that if you can't do it here, it's going to be difficult to do it anywhere else. So there's an unlimited amount of possibility here. What are challenges that uh, you face doing business in Edmonton? Um, I think it's it's like a double-edged sword. So as much as there is a lot of opportunity to do whatever you want, um, you also have to kind of get the greater majority to try new things or experience new ideas that haven't quite broken into the market yet. So that's that's sort of the the biggest challenge is um, craft brewing being one of those things that is still fairly new. Um, there's a lot of people who want to get into who want to experience it. Um, but we find that the vast majority of Edmonton is still um, unsure of what a craft brewery is um, and how it affects them as consumers. Why would you recommend Edmonton to entrepreneurs looking to start a business? 
Um, I think for me, the, the biggest thing is just to, just to do it. Kind of thinking a little bit too hard about how to do it or what, what the risks are, but kind of becomes a deterrent. And I think um, make, taking those risks, being excited about what you're trying to do and just go for it. Okay. Some of our uh, best ideas come when we least expect them. Uh, how do you uh, personally disconnect, recharge, or get inspired in Edmonton? I'm lucky in that I'm uh, working sort of as an entrepreneur, but also as a, as a creative person. Um, and that's sort of a little bit about, it's, it's part of my life and my daily routine. So um, for me, recharging sometimes is I get to sit down in silence and, and draw something uh, for fun. Um, and that doesn't happen that often, but it's something that I try to find time for. And it's a way for me to disconnect from the world, disconnect from sort of other jobs and thinking about things in a, as far as big picture goes. And all I get to do is, you know, enjoy the craft of, of drawing or, or building something creative for a little bit. What are you most excited about sea change uh, these days? I think the excitement is what we can do in five years or 10 years. Right now, we've been open. Our tap room and our brewery has been brewing and open for about about nine months, almost uh, maybe ten months, almost a year now. And um, it's just we have all these ideas and we have all these things we want to accomplish. Um, and it's going to take time. It's going to take money, and it's going to take a lot of work. But uh, that's sort of the exciting part. What's your vision for the company? We actually got to take a trip uh, with everyone here out to Victoria not too long ago and just to see how other creative breweries uh, in, in the craft brewing industry kind of built up their brand. And we got to visit Phillips. I'm not sure if you're familiar with those guys, but um, they're out in Victoria, fantastic brewery, um, really art focused. And that just kind of got us really excited about what the possibilities are. And, and for us, I think the biggest thing is to be able to produce as much beer as possible. Um, and do all the varieties we want to build and create a community around it. Um, things like bringing in music festivals, um, supporting artists, and just kind of experimenting with community-based advertising and marketing um, that beer is part of, but not necessarily tied directly to. What has been the, the greatest challenge you've faced in setting up the, the business to date? Um, I think the, the biggest one is the brewing in general just takes a lot of money, takes a lot of time, um, and it takes a lot of space. So one of the biggest challenges we have is how do you balance all of that um, and make it work? So the, we just kind of went over and overhauled our whole brew house setup um, so that we can produce more beer in, and work a lot less. Right now our head brewer is working heavy days. He's working probably six or seven days a week at maybe 12 hours a day to produce the amount of beer we're making. Um, and getting this new equipment in uh, has been a challenge financially, um, but it's going to help our business grow a lot quicker. Now, in hindsight, when you look back on, on starting this business, uh, what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started it? Um, that's a that's always a tough question, and I I feel like we're in a good spot that if I knew any more about the challenges we're facing and the challenges that we might face in the future, it kind of stops you from being creative and trying different things at the beginning. Uh, so I try not to think too hard about what what I can learn, but uh, overall, I think I think the idea is you need to kind of as much as you want to dive into things, you kind of have to learn to walk before you run. So mm. the slower we take it, the better. We've uh, I, I know at the beginning, one of the biggest things is we got a lot of um, 
press in the, the papers and, and stuff like that uh, quite early on, and we weren't quite ready to open yet, so we lost a lot of momentum on that front. Um, and that's one of those things where we got a little bit too excited too, too early. Mm-hmm. As an entrepreneur, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? The, the biggest one is just to kind of trust in your ideas. I, I struggle with that a lot, um, working in the creative industry where we pitch ideas to, to companies and, and corporations and we try to figure out what's going to line up the best with their needs as well as the creative needs. Um, and I think when I work in my, something for myself in, in the way of the, the brewery or being a freelance illustrator or being an artist, um, it's to sort of trust in your own skills and what you're good at and just um, believe in yourself, essentially. Okay, I'm going to ask you a couple of personal type uh, questions, uh, Pete. Uh, what's on top of your bucket list right now? Um, oh, that's a tough one. I think in regards to just personal development, is that? Uh, sure. Um, I, I would like to, I mean, the, the thing about doing uh, all this kind of work is you leave a lot of, you don't leave a lot of time for personal stuff. So um, I'm married and, and I'd like to spend more time with my wife doing more traveling and, and stuff like that. So I, if I had the choice, I would be able to take some time off work and, and spend more time doing things that I, I miss out on quite a bit. Now, if you weren't doing what you do now for work, any thoughts or ideas of what you would pursue as a career or profession? I think I would. I mean, I don't, I don't do a ton of marketing directly, um, but I'd, I'd love to get into the world of just pure um, sort of digital marketing uh, and learning a little bit about that. Or um, maybe I could probably pursue music as a career a little bit further. Oh, okay. What kind of music? <laughs> I would I would continue doing what, what I what I did maybe ten years ago, um, kind of playing punk music and trying to find a way to to move it all together. Um, maybe create a label or a resource for bands to market themselves. That's kind of the hardest part about being a musician these days. What uh, What book are you currently reading? Um, I haven't been reading a lot of books lately. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts instead because I kind of need that quick information that's 20 to 40 minutes long and uh, don't really have much time to sit down and read. But uh, for, as for podcasts, I just, I listen to a lot of Reply All uh, is a great one that talks a lot about what's going on in the world today and the internet uh, and building interesting stories from that. And that's sort of my favorite thing to listen to. Okay. Now, if you had one word to describe yourself, what would it be and why? Um, I think curiosity would be the biggest one. I get into these bouts of curiosity where I find something a little bit interesting and I want to know how it works. I want to know how it, why it works. And I really got a deep dive into it. So that would be the word for me. Okay. Is there anything that's uh, keeping you up these days at night you can't sleep about? I, I think it's always getting something done. I sort of have this thing where I have to, once I start something, I have to finish it. As, not, not as quick as possible, but but I try not to have other distractions so I can focus on it. So um, I've done some recent projects that were sort of these large-scale painted murals, and they really eat away at me because I, I keep thinking about what I want to do with them, but I'm not there at the wall to complete it. So that's the kind of stuff that kind of keeps me up at night. Outside of uh, Edmonton, are there any favorite places that you'd like to go to and, and why? Yeah, I got to visit Austin uh, a couple times uh, quite quite a bit ago, but that's sort of been uh, a place that I'm really excited about, mostly because it feels 
um, very much like Edmonton, uh, and it's creatively minded in a way that uh, other cities uh, haven't sort of come across that way to me before. So I'd, I'd love to go to Austin and experience the culture a little bit more, and um, they have great food there as well. And great music. <laughs> and great music. Yeah, it's a perfect, perfect place for me. Okay. Now, uh, you know, we're kind of creatures of habit and ritual. Is there anything that uh, you do on a daily basis when it comes to routines that, you know, uh, is there almost uh, every single day for you? I try not to get into too much of a routine. I mean, being able to work in an office um, with Berlin Communications kind of gets, forces me into a little bit of routine to to work within the, the hours that everyone else is sort of working. So roughly within the nine to five, that's when all the communication happens. Um, but aside from that, I try not to, to say that I have to do something at a certain time or I have to do something in order to start something else. And I try to feel it out as best as possible. But I think one of the habits that, aren't, that isn't necessarily timed, but I try to do is try to take a minute to um, take things in before I start a project. So um, I try not to rush into, if I'm starting an illustration, I try not to rush into it too quickly. I want to be able to, to think about it before I start. So I always take that minute to, to really evaluate what I'm doing before I get, get going. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you kind of a, a oddball question. So imagine this beautiful tropical island in the middle of the ocean with only one phone booth and no internet. Now we're going to drop you off there with no technology at all, no cell phones, smartphones, tablets, anything. At any time, you can use the one phone booth on the island to call the boat to come pick you up. Now, how long would you last before making that phone call, and what do you think you'd do until then? <laughs> that's a that's a hard question. I would, I think I would take that moment to kind of relax as much as possible. I don't know how long I, as much as I'd like going outdoors and, and, and stuff like that, I, I don't think I would last very long uh, without any sort of communication to the, the outside world. So I, I would say maybe a couple nights at the most before I start calling it in. Okay. And, I, and I think what I, yeah, I think what I do is just kind of sit around and, and enjoy the peace for a little minute. Mm-hmm. Is there anything uh, you'd like to add before you leave us today, Pete? No, I, I, I think it's, uh, I mean, in general, I think one of the things that's most interesting about what I've built my career on so far is just the, the ability to not think too hard about things and, and to understand that uh, completely disconnected things can sort of help you build your career. Um, I think being in a band was a huge driver in what I do now. Enjoying drawing and comic books is also a thing that drove where I'm at now. And it's, uh, if I were to tell myself, 10 years ago that I would be a partner in a brewery. To me, it wouldn't make any sense, hmm. but it does now. Okay. Thanks Pete for being our guest on Edmonton's podcast. Okay. Thanks for having me. Hey there. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to Calgary's podcast on Canada's podcast network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review or us on iTunes, and then connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, at Canada's Podcast. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. See you next time.